so much wonderful to share with you this week at the Loftus Party Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I am incredibly upbeat. I am incredibly optimistic. There, in my opinion, there's a lot of good things at work. There's a lot of good things happening. Uh, It might take you a while to get there, but we will get you there. We got on the other end of the line. As always, we're joined by the 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 surly, the irascible. Irascible? Did I just make up a word? Irascible? Oh, I don't even know what I'm saying. We got the Liberty Gypsy. We got Shish, and I don't know what camp you're in. I don't know if the riots have forced you to move Gypsy camp. Uh, oh, no. But are you okay? Yeah, we we did end up having a protest here. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, basically, ten white women went and got a permit and stood on the courthouse lawn for an hour that's great hopefully they were carrying signs they were they were good for them good for them getting on it i hope hope they like enjoyed their atonement for some kind of collective sin that they never committed so whatever so feel better (laughs) right there you go that's seriously i watch people i i watch protesters like doing uh yoga you know, a big, big group of protest. I think it was in Southern California, and they're doing yoga, and you're like, okay, there you go. Good for you. That's awesome. Hope you. you feel better. I hope you feel better. Hope you're <laughs> calm now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, moronic stuff going on. There's uh, there's no... Incredible amount. Yeah, there's no lack of that. There's no lack of that. Uh, really but here's, here's... don't... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. I really don't like the religious overtones to the whole thing. Um, what do you, what do you mean? The kissing of the feet thing? That whole thing? Uh, the kissing of the feet, the genuflecting, the repeat after me. Now we've got um, repeat after me so you can atone. Um, the Now we've got excommunication. Um, oh, my gosh. Encouraging people to, like, not not talk to their family unless they donate to the cause. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the like y'all just need Jesus. <laughs> Here's but see this is where this is what puts me in a good mood about it. Like in in a weird way the the the, the crazier I see things getting and like the whole I I believe the 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 kiss my feet thing started as a joke. And has just gotten out of hand. And I think a lot of people are going to, when when they get some distance from it, it's a little too early. I'm, I'm so kind. Them to realize how foolish they look? <laughs> yes. Yes. Like I saw, I saw a video of some, some dude and, and <laughs> some girl's coming out of her apartment, like in Manhattan. And this dude is like giving her hand signals and he's like, hey, you got to make up for this. And it's like he was talking to a dog. And she gets she gets down on her knees in front of I couldn't, like, you're going to be embarrassed about that later. But I think he was doing it as, like, he's, like, trolling just to see how far he can go. And, and like, the, uh, I don't know tonally if this is the, the, the best way to start because it's not really where I want to go. But, like, I guess some women are shaving their heads at, at some point. At, at, at some point. Emma Watson fell for a 4chan prank. Yes. That was totally engineered to get dumb, stupid people to do something stupid to virtue signal their virtuiness. So I guess look like a skinhead to support Black Lives Matter is about peak 2020. And it's just like part of me. Listen, it's. I'm I'm conflicted about it because part of me just rejoices in the silliness of it all and just the the virtue signaling of it all and all that good stuff. And then the people are gonna be embarrassed. Here's the here's the the good news. This is my uh this is my spin on it. And it's not even a spin, it's just how I, I choose to uh embrace our new reality. Here's my metaphor. We have had as America We've had a uh, a pimple coming up. We've had a, a pimple, you know, and, and the people on the right uh, are like, hey, let's just ignore this thing uh, and it'll go away. People are inherently good. 
things are getting better. Uh, police brutality is going away. We're making little incremental changes and, and things were absolutely going. They're getting better. They're getting better. They were getting better. The, the statistics back that up. It's been getting better and better and better each and every year. But the left and the media and the liberals wouldn't leave the pimple alone. They wouldn't leave the pimple alone. So it's popping. It's popping. And conversations that have, that should have been taking place years and years ago are now going to take place. Like they don't, they don't want to talk about Chicago. They don't want to talk about what is really going on in the black community. What is up with the crime? Why is this happening? And now questions like that are finally going to get uh, asked. We're finally going to have real conversations about this. And the media, the old school media, is just slipping and slipping and slipping. And it's it. Thank you very much. And it's hard to. It is hard for, I think, a fair minded person to say that there's any level of real journalism left, that there's any level of, oh, I'm just going to objectively cover this story. They've got skin in the game. So that so so I think. Go ahead. Think about how broken you have to be to go on television and talk to a couple million Americans and say, yeah, burning shit down's okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's all, and I was, <laughs> this, it's, I keep coming back to this. Like I, I wrote a thing about this at the, at the loftusparty.com last week. We have to have one reality because there is only one reality. You can mm-hmm. insist there's a second one. You can swear up and down there is a second reality. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. And, and reality, reality will eventually rear its ugly head. And there's going to be a lot. And none of this is going to be easy. However, it is going to be simple. It, it, it's it's going to be hard. I remember when, uh, well, whatever, I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't want to get ahead of myself. It's it's. It's wonderful. There's going to be collateral damage, and we've already seen that, but we will get our feet back on the ground because when, and you've got, you got guys like um, uh, that Sean King kid uh, flipping out now. You, how, how can you look, how can you look at this reality and deny the fact these, these are cities run by Democrats? These are very liberal policies. They have been in charge from top to bottom. They have been in charge from top to bottom. Oh, the head of the police uh, force is a person of color and the mayor is a liberal and the governor is a liberal and we're going to do this and do that. It's like, and you look at Joe Biden. I was watching the Greg Gutfeld show last night and Kat Timpf, uh, sometimes I just, I, I, I super adore her. Sometimes I just enjoy her. But she was like, it was hilarious, the point she was making, that you can trace all of this back to the policies of Joe Biden. You can, like, his his two, like, signature pieces, like, ooh, the things that he was really behind, bills that he co-authored. He's like, you know what? We are going to change the way. We're going to have mandatory sentencing for these mm-hmm. uh, drug things. So uh, if you've got cocaine, if you're rich and have cocaine— Eh, you're going to get off kind of easy. But if you've got crack, you are going down. And then, so, so he flooded. I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh. If you're, if you're a person of color, I just, it's the, it's the irony of it. It, And I, it's the deliciousness of the whole moment. So Biden's uh, legislation put a bunch of uh, people in jail, people of color in jail. And, and, and so did his top. top contender too yes and and trump is the guy who's like you know what let's uh let's re-examine these policies and get some of these people out for these these crazy sentencing uh guidelines that were put in by joe biden and and like you're how can you how can you avoid that you can't avoid that that's going to come up that's going to be part of the conversation how can you avoid 
the awesome stuff that Trump has done with the opportunity zones and the low unemployment. And so while this is ugly, some people are going to come face to face with some awesome truths, some awesome truths. So that part has me delighted. And and I want to spend some time just being a little self-indulgent talking about the, the media spin on this and how just insane. Listen, if this was a book, if this was a book, it would be hilarious. If this was like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and it was like uh, an, an alternate reality, it would be hilarious. Unfortunately, it is real. Unfortunately, it is real. However, for the sake of this show and 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 getting some laughs and talking about it, I, I've kind of like, I've kind of mentally switched over to I'm I'm watching a movie now. <laughs> I'm watching a movie. I'm reading a book. So I'm kind of divorced from uh, the reality a little bit. Do you know what the final uh, body count of this thing is? I, I say final. There might be more tonight. There might be more tonight. Do you know what what it's up to for the uh, protests? Last, I, it- I I saw numbers as high as fifteen. I got I got uh, Forbes magazine saying uh, twelve, twelve. That's that's just mine. It, I I can't even wrap my brain around it. And maybe it is fifteen. I you, you, I don't know. I, I don't know how how Forbes is counting. I know there was five people. You had that uh, poor policeman. Now suddenly it's going to get unfunny real quick because it's just. That that poor retired cop defending the, the pawn shop. Just just horrible. But but for the sake of this, we'll we'll say twelve, maybe as high as fifteen. I think if you throw in heart attacks and and, and Lord knows what else. So so what are you doing, protesters? Like what are you doing? And that's that's one of the questions that needs to be asked. And then and then and like and and what do you what do you protesting when you when you look at the numbers and i'm i'm sure you guys have i know we were talking about this on the show last week nine nine people killed by now every single one of those every single one of those is is wrong absolutely i believe it and then and then how many cops were killed by this and then you 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 follow you follow the numbers and it's uh of all the problems that you want to go after, this seems like uh, probably not the most important one. It just and then doesn't when you... seem like a proportional response to me at all. No, no. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, I've been that, mulling that... the concept of proportional response. Mm-hmm. You need a little more of it. Like, yeah. Because, you know, if George Floyd was passing a, a counterfeit $20 bill... That's not even local PD's job to enforce or investigate. That's the Secret Service. Right. The Secret Service does treasury crimes. So what were these guys even doing? Well, should have gotten uh, an appearance ticket and they should have referred the case out. Well, I was watching that Candace Owens video, as I think all of America has by now. 57 million. I'm saving that. I'm saving that for the next block. I'm saving that for the next block. So there's so much great stuff there. There's so much great stuff there. Uh, but I will say this uh, about the part of the Candace Owens uh, video is that not only was it the twenty dollar bill, but like he, I, I guess uh, George Floyd was on drugs. He was acting weird. But let's put that aside for a second. Let's put that aside for a second. And I keep coming back to this: the little, the little writer, the little. Uh, I like the detective novels. I like the Sherlock Holmes. That uh, what's what's the name of the the, the cop? The knee on the neck cop, Dalvin uh, or Galvin or Galvin? Galvin, Galvin. What that guy? They worked at the same club. They worked at the same club for a uh, a good long time. For a good long time. Now you can say, oh yeah, Dalvin or Shavin or whoever. He was in the front of the club, and uh, and George Floyd was in the back of the club, and. But seriously, there's there's an interaction there. There's an interaction there. You know. You know who that is. That's the weirdness to me. That's the weirdness to me. And uh, I wonder if that's why the, the, uh, the AG, that guy, <laughs> the Antifa dude, you can't, 
You can't make it up. You can't make it up. Who's the AG in Minnesota? Keith Ellison. Yeah, Keith Ellison. Famous picture of him holding up the Antifa handbook. But I think that's maybe why he went from third degree uh, to second degree. I want everyone, there is a chance, there is a chance that this whole thing is going to completely blow up the narrative of, oh, here's a bunch of, and, and, and the narrative of like just white cops cruising around l- looking for black people to kill. Uh, that was like the mod squad out there with, with like you had the Asian dude look out. You had the bad white cop. I guess there was a, an African-American cop. It, it's just, I think that there's going to be, it will come to light. These guys knew each other. There's something else going on there. So this isn't a case of uh, of just a, a cop just randomly going, hey, there's a black guy. Let's kill him. Yeah, my concern is that he's been overcharged and it's deliberate. Um, they, I tell you, that's that's something else interesting to think about. Let's let's charge him with something that we know we can't prove. And then he's going to uh, get off and, and not go to jail. And well, then I, you have riots part two. Yeah, I th- well. It doesn't even have to be that, right? So, second-degree murder, as I understand it, in Minneapolis requires intent. So, I don't know how you prove intent in that moment. I really don't. Um, So, in other words, he didn't just intend to be a jackass, because he clearly is, okay? He intended to kill him. I I don't know how you prove that. Um. So number one, so he'll, he'll both charges will be there. So it'll be second degree and third degree. Um, yeah. So if you do both charges, the jury can convict on one and not the other because they're different counts, right? But yeah. now that you set the expectation, I think it's going to be very difficult to um, not have the higher charge be what he's convicted of without having a serious problem so even if he gets convicted of third degree i'm thinking you're still gonna see riots well i I don't know i mean we'll see how the media decides to take a look at it i think the da probably knows some stuff that we don't know because there's a lot of stuff that's like not out there uh in the press that you don't hear talking about like the woman the cop's ex-wife she she filed for divorce like like boom she was on it just i want out she doesn't want his last name anymore she wants to change her name Bah, 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 bah. I didn't know George Floyd had done porn. That was a new one. What? That was a new. Yes. Hey, hadn't <laughs> yeah. heard that. Really didn't need to know. Well, I. Thanks, Michael. If, if you, a buddy of mine told me about this the other night and I'm like, no way. No way. And then, yup, sure enough, uh, he dabbled. So there's, there's he a dabbled. lot. Right, he didn't do he didn't do a bunch of films, just a couple. So uh, this this is all. Oh my gosh, it goes so fast. We got to talk about uh, the, the in coming coming up in the next block. We'll talk about the more media hypocrisy with the whole coronavirus and if you go outside, you'll kill grandma. Uh, I, I, I want to make sure we say this uh, before we go any further. Trump was on it you guys never forget that never for- not only is he uh cl- left to clean up the mess that arguably was was made by Joe Biden but like like the FBI was unleashed immediately immediately to investigate this the department of justice immediately was it was uh set loose to investigate this that's progress that's progress to me Listen, we're all for, and I, I just, I'm saying this out loud because it needs to be said and blah, blah, blah. And it seems so trite, but like nobody wants, nobody wants to to witness a murder in the street with a cop on somebody's neck. I, I'm, I'm all for, hey, let's not do the, uh, the, the knee on the neck thing anymore. I'm all, I'm all in favor of that. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, I've seen video, somebody sent me a meme uh, today. Because it's like it becomes tit for tat, and I've seen the I've seen the video of the cops killing the white guy, which is heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Have you seen that one? Um, I've seen a part of it. I I just to me it's horrible. To me, I, murder porn is just not my thing. 
Yes. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. And this is this is the little tease. We're going to have so much fun this show. It's going to be such a great time. Uh we're going to we're going to talk about our we're both big fans. Big Billy Barr. I saw him go toe to toe uh with with Watch's chick on CBS and just uh Big Billy Barr is fantastic. We're going to talk about the uh the church and uh Trump going over to visit the church. We're going to be talking about the coronavirus. We're going to talk about systematic change and just the news, the news and the media being a total joke, a total joke being uh, being told to America and how new media is coming in and we're coming up fast. Stick around. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. We're back. Thanks for hanging out. I ca- I can't. Maybe it's all the coffee I've had. Maybe it's my uh my insanely healthy diet now. Maybe I don't know what it is, but. I am fiercely optimistic about this whole thing. I, I always, I, I love it when like big, big truths are revealed and it's happening before our very eyes. So the, uh, we're just going to have some fun here. We're just going to have some fun because it, it's, it's, it's hilarious to watch. It's a, it's so, uh, desperate to watch and it's so fun to correct people. <laughs> especially and you have to be careful on the facebook you got to be careful on the facebook you guys things are going great trump is doing a hell of a job trump is doing a hell of a job the jump, the the job numbers were fantastic and i just want to take a moment uh the media is so desperate to make uh the president look bad that's what i think this that's what i believe this whole thing is about Ultimately, it's just another just wave of BS to try to get Trump out of office and make sure he's not reelected. That whole thing, and, and I know you and I were texting back and forth on the night that it happened when the uh, when the peaceful protest, I'm, I'm being sarcastic, mm-hmm. got to that uh, church across from the White House, mm-hmm. that historic church, and then that thing was the, the reports were. Uh, it was on fire. Thank goodness the fire was only in the basement. Thank goodness uh, the people in D.C. got it put out quickly. But to me, that was a game changer. That was a game changer. It's so weird. Like the things that, that set you off and you mentally turn corners. Like after that, like, oh, yep, yep, you you smashed down, uh, you smashed the windows at the gap. okay. Yeah, okay, you stole a bunch of stuff from the Vans footwear store. Okay, okay. Those things when it's a big company, they're going to they're going to reopen. They can but when it's a historic church, when it when it's an historic church and you're just out of hand, that's where that's where I that's where I was like, "Thank goodness I'm not president. Thank goodness I'm not president." Cuz I would have had it would have been 
release the hounds. I would have gone off. I know you were upset. I was just upset at the whole thing. I mean, when you look at what happened during the the protests last Sunday outside of the, the White House, 50 Secret Service agents were hurt. A total of 114 law enforcement officers were hurt in front of our White House. <clears throat> yeah. 22 ended up in the hospital with severe head injuries. Yes, the, the, the numbers are horrifying. The numbers are horrifying. We haven't had, age, we haven't had a, a, that number of law enforcement hurt in a single um, incident ever. So I, I'm, I, I mean, it, it just then you listen to Billy Barr's press conference with the heads of the, the FBI, the ATF, the DEA. The, the ATF, when she spoke on Thursday, was investigating something like 840 fires and 72 explosive incidents. Yes. And it's it's like and the media and the media is still running with this uh, narrative of. My goodness, uh, the President Trump would actually use chemical agents on his own people for a photo op. And, yeah, that's and, not what and, happened. <laughs> exactly. And then, oh my, I'm horrified. He's standing, he's standing in front of this church holding a Bible. And then you've got Bill Clinton doing the exact same thing. And he hadn't just defended the, the church. And And to believe that, like, and I guess people want to believe this. They, they they want to believe, or I guess the media hopes they want to believe, that Trump was just sitting back for no reason whatsoever. For no reason whatsoever. And was like, you know what? Get out there. Just get out there and just shoot some people with some rubber bullets. Just tear gas those people. I want to go over. It's just, it is beyond. Well, it's it is beyond, beyond parody. Yes. Yes. I mean, then you listen to Bill Barr very clearly say, I am coordinating the securing of federal property after what happened Sunday night and the number of officers that were injured, we decided we needed to move the perimeter back a block to secure the White House grounds. That was my call in the morning. He said, I didn't even know the president was going to go over to the church. But you know what? If the president wants to walk out his front door, he has every right to do so. Yes, Phil was pissed. He's 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 doing a, a very good job, and it's very simple. I don't know why these politicians pretend to, to shuck and jive. This is a uh, this is a it's pretty it's pretty binary. And and I'm telling you, man, maybe this is just my the way I view the world. But like when you're when you're a a peaceful protester, you're a peaceful protester. Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna give you that. And a line of police. Is is marching down the street, systematically marching down the street, and they're telling you to move, and then you don't move. Okay, you don't. You choose to stand your ground. What do you think is going to happen? What do you they're think? They're going is... to move you. Yes, yes. And these people who are and, oh and my god! At that moment, you stopped being a peaceful protester. Yes, you have. And you made the, the decision line. not to follow the instructions of the people who are there to secure your safety as well as the safety of the citizenry. That's when you cease to be a peaceful protester. Cops move people at stuff like this all the time. They set a perimeter because they may need emergency vehicles to come through. They may need this. They may need that. They do it for everyone's safety. If you can't comply, you're not peaceful. Period. Period. End of story. Next sentence. So here's the other wonderful thing that's coming out of this. There's so much wonderful. This should be a supersized episode. But let's just take a moment, Gimlet. Let's just take a moment and celebrate the Second Amendment. You know, when when you're on this side of the fence, you spend a lot of time and energy defending the Second Amendment. Because there's bad things that happen in this world. And you have to constantly remind yourself. Remind people, hey, there's good guys with guns. And those stories never get attention, but it's a constant battle. That ship has sailed. I freed up so much time. No, no longer having 
to worry about defending the Second Amendment. Like, no. I'm going to start another hobby. I'm, pl- I'm spending more time on the guitar. My 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 jerk off skills are through the roof. <laughs> I'm just. I, I don't ever want to hear again about what kind of gun I can own. Exactly. Or how many bullets I can put in it. Isn't that a wonderful feeling? Like you just do. Well, because now you have people on the far left saying we need to arm up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get in line. Well, if Fill you want to defund the police, the you damn well better because that's not going to go well. Oh, and that is that is the next part. Now, this is like I have uh, just pure joy, just pure joy on the whole Second Amendment thing. That's just and to think and to think you guys and this bears repeating. Joe Biden had said to uh, Beto O'Rourke recently, I'm going to put you in charge. I'm going to put you in charge. Beto yeah, O'Rourke. No. Uh, <laughs> so no, there's another strike against Joe. So Not happening. <laughs> so now we get to the part that uh, that is a little dicey. This is a little dicey, and it has me concerned. I did a video about this. Uh, titled uh, Don't Defund the Police. I just bang, just hit hit the nail right on the head. Don't defund the police. This is going to get bad. This is going to get bad. Now, I am, I'm getting more firearms. I'm going to, I, I want more for my, for my personal safety and for the safety of my family uh, and all that good stuff. Well, you got to get them out of that city with that moronic mayor. Well, this is uh, this is the the big the big point. De Blasio this morning, as I like to do, I like to start my Sunday mornings with some coffee and a little bit of. Uh, I miss the I miss the ads for the Broadway shows. I really do. Those were fun. De Blasio came on press conference talking about the hardcore action that he was taking against cops. Oh, this cop! Uh, I'm not I'm not even kidding you. Some police officer in the riot unit. Uh, pulled someone's mask down. Pulled someone's mask down. I might have, might have pepper sprayed him too. Uh, a cop's been put on suspension. Blah 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 blah. Oh, he's gonna drop the hammer. He's gonna drop the hammer. De Blasio is on all these uh, instances of uh, supposed unproven. I don't know. Maybe he's got him on film. Maybe he has him on film. This is going to decimate the police department. This is going to decimate what kind of person if you have i saw i'm i'm I'm, i keep coming i'm sorry i have like three different lead-ins to this my my brain is working too fast i saw a report last night yeah and then i'm gonna hit a red bull here in a second (laughs) i saw a guy on fox news last night uh i think he's a former chief of police here in new york saying that by his estimates, now granted, he might be blowing these numbers up to make more of a point. He was saying uh, 600 police who have already started the paperwork, they've started the process to get out. 600 cops in New York Uh who were like, you know what, it's not worth it anymore. It's not worth it anymore. I can't, right? I, I can't function. It's too dangerous. If I get in trouble, I'll go to jail. That's a death sentence. If you're if you're an ex-cop and you go to prison, we all know it doesn't go well. So it's not worth it. Risk-reward. Risk-reward. So 600. Let's say he's uh, overestimated by, I don't know, 200. So 400 cops gone. And then in Buffalo the other day. A bunch the of thing, them resigned. 57 of them. 57 of them, because that's another case of here that here come the police, here come the police. And that old man decided, you know what, I'm going to stand my ground. Well, buddy, I feel bad for you. I really do. I really do. However, you made a choice. So we need the police. And this is another one of these great truths that is going to come out of this. And I have to look at this optimistically. You're going to realize just how badly you need the police. They were already stretched thin. They were already stretched thin. And people who bitch and moan about, 
oh, the there's been a the, the it's like the military. They're buying all this military stuff. They're buying all this military. You know why they're buying all that military stuff? Because they have to make up for the lack of personnel. And this is a this is a great thing. I, I think to discuss this goes all the way to the army. The, the, the people in the army they carry so much gear. They have so much gear. They go each one of our soldier uh, is is like five enemy combatants. Mm, I don't think so. Not when you're weighed down with all that gear. There's got to be a better way. And so the 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 police force has been militarized because they don't have enough cops. And now we're going to have even less cops. And and I'm hoping it doesn't affect me. I'm hoping it doesn't affect me, but there's that's the this the next great awakening. I, that's about uh, but to I think I think legit. Okay, so 400 cops are leaving New York. They're going to come to little towns like mine and become chief of police. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. So we're we're going to be fine. It's going to be large cities that that have a real policing problem, and that is. The next, oh my gosh, I love it, I love it, I love it, it's fallen into place. I wrote a wonderful piece. I'm really getting, I'm, I'm starting to like it more and more, you guys. I really like doing the, uh, a lot of the stuff that I put on loftusparty.com. It's like, oh, here's an interesting article from here, here's a snippet there. You know, and it's fun, and it's all over the board, and it's news, and it's science fiction, and it's all that stuff. But I wrote a thing, uh, and it was funny to watch people on Facebook take it the wrong way, where I'm proposing... I've given it a lot of thought. We got to give up on these uh, cities. There's certain cities we have to give up on where they're talking about like in, in LA, we are going to defund the police department. We are going to defund the, we're going to make them uh, like 250 million or $150 million. We're going to make Did these budget. Did you see cuts. the video of the police responding to that? That was great. That was epic. Yes. And so I wrote this, this article and I was very specific. I'm like, okay, so so Minneapolis, and this was like right out of Game of Thrones. Minneapolis, they're talking about they need to dismantle the police. Dismantle. And, and there was a Black Lives Matter protest, and the mayor was there. And they're like, give us a yes or no answer. Give us a yes or no answer. Are you going to defund the police? Are you going to defund the police? And he starts to, you know, trying to spin his way out of it. And ultimately, he settled on, I'm not. I'm not going to dismantle the police. He used like whatever, and they did the whole shame, shame. I don't know if you ever saw Game of Thrones, but at one point they're walking the queen through the streets naked, and everyone in town is just chanting shame, shame. And this dude, this super liberal, uh, hug it out, soy boy, spineless little twerp who's done everything. Justin Trudeau. Yes, baby Justin. His, he did shame, shame, shame. So I'm saying uh, to these people, let's just let's give up on New York. Like if New York, if you, if they can't police, if they can't ensure your safety, you got to get out, get out, move. New York, L.A., Minneapolis, and any other city. And people, and the the title of the thing is like it's time to give up on uh, on on cities. And boy, I tell you what, the the people who they didn't even read the article. <laughs> I mean. It got a lot of shares, but people like, don't come to my town. Don't come to my town. Don't come here. And some guy responded. What do you mean? <laughs> some guy responded, don't come to my town with your liberal BS. And I'm like, have you ever? <laughs> Are you, you ever new? listened to anything I've said? <laughs> Are you new? And then I started writing back to these people. You might want to read the article. You might want to read the article. But that's where it's coming. That's where it's coming. And I want it to happen fast. Well, no, I want it to happen it's... now. Think about this, right? Yes. Between cities being hit hard in the pandemic, right? And now cities being burned with liberal mayors who don't let the police do their job, right? Yes. What do you think is going to happen? Like those two things together? You are going to have cities empty out of everyone who can leave. Yup. Yup. I can and, get an apartment. Cuomo. Cuomo. Oh, man. Oh, oh my man. God. Huh? I just, want, I just want to say this before we move on to Cuomo. Ladies and gentlemen, fine, uh, noble and gentle listeners of this show, this won't affect us all. Like, I live in Los Angeles. I'm in New York. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm very fortunate that way. Knock on wood. 
we have private security all over L.A. The people, like, the police department was already so thin. You think that there's, there's private security in Bel Air. They just hire a bunch of ex-cops or cops moonlight and they go, hey, you, here's your job. You just circle these four blocks. The whole neighborhood's going to chip in and pay for it. And they have 24-hour armed security. Bel Air, Beverly Hills, Malibu, Encino, all these other middle-class to upper-class neighborhoods. They're going to be fine. And this is the the wonderful, wonderful notion that, okay, these Democrats, okay, let's defund the police. Let's let's do it. Your the the inner cities that were not thriving, well, they were doing better in the past three years. Yeah, they were doing better, they're... just got crushed. Just got crushed. I mean, like Walmart's not going back to Chicago. And I celebrate that. And now I there will don't be blame them. I don't blame them either. The upside to all this, seriously, I was thinking about this as I was writing the article. I didn't include it. But if you have big companies like, uh, okay, so Target uh, should probably, if I was Target, I would stay out of certain neighborhoods, McDonald's, Burger King. There's a, bu- there's a bunch of franchises that I would encourage. I'm not going to rebuild my stuff there. Exactly. So hopefully some small enterprising uh, young person will start a business. And hopefully they can they can protect it and do well because there will be a vacuum. There will be a vacuum. If you can't uh, easily get to a hardware store, if you can't easily get to Lowe's and you need a, a bag of nails, hopefully some kid on your street will open up a hardware store. And so that's good for small business. So it's a, it's a win-win-win, in my opinion. But you wanted to talk about Cuomo, and so do I. Uh, de Blasio, total failure. Uh, Cuomo... I, the media is letting him skate. The media is letting that dude skate. That dude is, he should be, he should be in jail, in my opinion, in my opinion. Well, he had the nerve to fly down to Washington, D.C. to meet with the president of the United States of America to talk <laughs> to him about a bunch of federally funded infrastructure projects to restart New York City's economy. You know what I say to Governor Cuomo? The only economy I'm interested in energizing is Georgia's. I will be damned if you are going to take my tax dollars and build shit in New York City. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. You were broke before this started. You're broker now. It's all based on decisions you and that idiot mayor made. Live with it. We're gonna we're gonna take a little break uh, in a second here, but like during the press conference, I couldn't. Cuomo was like talking about he's gonna get all this money, gotta get all this money from the federal government because they got these no. jobs, they, they got these tunnels that they want to dig, and and they're gonna expand the subways. And he goes, he goes, these these are more than shovel ready. He goes, I got the shovel in my car, and I'm thinking. I bet you do. It was the most mafia thing I'd ever heard. It was like right out of The Sopranos. I got a shovel in the back of my car. And I'm like, I bet you do. I bet you do. Digging uh, graves for the old people that you killed. Okay. Okay. We're going to take a break and we're going to come right back. We got Elmer Fudd news. We got uh, Candace Owens news. We're going to rail on Cuomo some more. It's just so oh, much. And oh, and de Blasio. That too. Stick around. This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. The coronavirus continues to affect us all, and we are here actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing trusted information from top health experts, sharing tools to help protect families from fraud, and creating resources to support family caregivers everywhere. As always, you can count on AARP to advocate for you and your family. Join us and stay connected at aarp.org coronavirus. If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. 
single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. We're back. And we're not done with de Blasio. Stick around. We're gonna. We're having so much fun, and this is like just the. Now we're in the the, the fun zone, rant zone, all kinds of good things happening. As we remind everybody, uh, thanks for sharing. If you're listening to this podcast, I know we're moving in the right direction. We're moving in the right direction. Comments really help. Reviews really help. Leave us some stars. Ding 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 ding. Everything's going wonderful. We love you. We celebrate you. Let's get into a bit, a little bit of de, de Blasio. Let's get oh into God. a little bit. Is he, is he still, is he still on the, the pathway of like, you can go out and protest, but don't go to church. Is he still doing that? My God, he had cops cruising around in Williamsburg, making sure Jewish people didn't go to Wednesday night prayers. He had cops up in Williamsburg, kicking Jewish mothers and their children out of the park while things burned downtown. Like while they were ripping off the Nike store. That's how he decided to use his police resources. And 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 he's like oh, the National Guard has no has no no place here in New York City. Just an epic fail. Like why but, would you I mean, why would you still listen when you're you have to know. Like he's not stupid. I mean <laughs> No, he is. He's he's he's, he's, he's lit- it's it's close between him and Eric Garcetti, but they're two of the dumbest men in the nation. Somehow they got elected to these offices, but to to sit there and you're like, okay, how am I going to de- de- deploy my forces tonight? We got uh, we got looters coming in. They're setting fires. Hey, make sure we send some cops over to the Temple Beth Shalom. Make sure, <laughs> like, sure nobody why? goes in there and prays. That would be terrible, <laughs> right? Don't you think you could free up some officers from that from from the houses of worship to like maybe. Put out the fire at the gap. I mean, well, and, then, and then I'm sitting there and I run across this interview with a group I had totally forgotten about. Because when I was a kid, my dad worked for the Met- Met- Metropolitan Transit Authority, but we weren't allowed to live in the city because it was pre-Giuliani. Yeah, yeah. So we lived upstate, but we would come down and go to a show and see the sights and that kind of thing. And I remember when we went to the Bronx Zoo, because at that point, the Bronx looked like a war zone. Mm -hmm. Um, There were these guys with red berets. They're called the Guardian Angels. They are unarmed patrol that will literally whoop your ass. Yes. Okay. Um, And one of them was one of them was being interviewed. He's downtown with five guys holding. What was it? A footlocker. Not gonna let the, chase thirty guys out of a Footlocker, right? These six guys. Yeah. There go. We're coming back. They come back with a hundred people. They go fist to fist with them. They say we're coming back. One of their guys got hurt, so now one went to the hospital with them. So now they're down to four, and like three hundred people come back. And wow. he just looks at his buddies and goes. Yeah, we're leaving here in pine boxes, but we're not moving. This is about the principle of the thing. It, it isn't sneakers. It's the rule of law, period, right? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the cavalry comes. There were cops on bicycles. There were sirens. There were helicopters, he said. And finally, the cops acted like cops. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It reached such a such a level. I love it. It's It's fantastic. It's fantastic. But and I forgot all about them. They're so freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell you, the, the whole narrative on the media, I remember back w- when I was a kid, because I think that dude, would, he'd like show up in sitcoms from time to time. And I remember him being on Donahue uh, back in the day, the guy that started that whole thing. And just like, do you think you're Batman? And it's like, hey, when, when people, listen, this is all... Uh, Social contracts, you guys. We have these weird social contracts. Like we all decide, as as humanity, on the on the rule on the road. When you're driving around, you're like, okay, that little dotted line means something. I'm not going to go over that because we're all just going to agree that you know those lines are magic and you're not supposed to go over them. And there's a reason for that. And if you cannot 
we can we can descend into anarchy fast, fast. And I don't want it to. However, when people get pushed far enough, they start to push back. And when people in these like in Chicago and in a lot of places in California and now in New York, they're they're just it's you can't you you cannot look at this and go, oh, that was a good idea. (laughs) That was a good idea not to have more police there. That was a good idea not to like none of this. None of this is good. It's inescapable. And and the way there's so many funny things happening. I, I We got to show some love uh, to Candace Owens because this is what I this is one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to do in a, in a weird way. I'm jealous of Candace. I think what she's doing is fantastic, but I want to do more of it at, at the Loftus party right now. We got these uh, T-shirts that we had made, you know, essential AF, and we're we're raising money. And then this coming Wednesday, we're going to look at how much money we raised. And I've got some other people saying they're going to do matching funds, and we're gonna we're gonna donate the money to some food banks here in New York and also Los Angeles for people who are just trying to eat. Candace Owens was in some kind of Twitter altercation the other day. That's she did unusual. that. She did well. She did that video mm-hmm. that that just blew the f up. She's like, and I had, and to her credit, I had never heard this line of reasoning either. Uh, some hero of hers, some man of books and letters, had written this thing. She said it stuck with her, and saying the black community is the only uh, community. I don't even. I, I hate to even paraphrase it. That 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 they take the the lowest person. On the totem pole, I, I'm horribly paraphrasing. Elevate him to martyr status, yes. Yeah, so she's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna martyr George Floyd. I'm not gonna do it. And then she starts in typical Candace Owen fashion, uh, talking about statistics. And if you really want to make a difference, then you would do this and you would do that and look at this and look at that. And it was, it was a great video, very, very powerful stuff. And obviously, a a lot of people shared that video. Like I think it's up to a hundred million now. I want to say. So I guess there was a. Uh, restaurateur, a small business owner, and I don't know if he's white or black or brown or yellow or purple or whatever. In a private text, he he said to someone else that he agreed with Candace Owens. Someone sees this text, and they decide it's their civic duty to out him, uh, and they're calling for people to boycott uh, the store. Candace Owens caught wind of this, and she's like, thank you so much. I am immediately starting a GoFundMe. I I checked it last night, and I almost tweeted about it, but I don't want to stop it. I, th- I feel confident talking about it now. Gimlet, she was asking for $100,000 mm-hmm. to get this, to help this dude out. When I checked it last night at like 11 o'clock on the East Coast, it was up to almost 200000 bucks. Just like it was, it was so great. It was so great. And it was just a wonderful, a, a wonderful casualness that like Candace is Owens, like, thank you. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. Bing, bang, boom. And it just, it just made me so happy. It just made me so happy. But like, I didn't want people to stop donating. Right. So I made, I made my little donation and I'm like, I'm not going to tweet about it. But it was uh, it was great, and I hope that dude uh, is 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 doing uh, well, and I hope it's enough dough. Uh, the other thing that I find there, there's a wonderful uh, picture going around, and I hope it's real. I hope it's real. I hope it's real of uh, Kendall Jenner, and she's ho- and it appears as though it was on her Facebook page or her Instagram. She's at a gas station, uh, and she's you know holding up a sign that says black lives matter. And in the shadow, in the shadow, you can see that there was no sign. There is no shadow of the sign. Mm -hmm. And like they put that, they put the black lives matter in post. They put it in after, which I really want her to have posted that. Cause to me, that's the ultimate like symbol of, I want you guys to believe this, but the reality is much different. To me, it was like the perfect, it encapsulates the entire thing 
perfectly. Did you hear Van Jones? No. What did Van Jones say? He said that as far as he was concerned, black men in America are at more risk for dumb female Hillary Clinton supporters who, like that girl in the park, who the minute she's confronted with someone of another race goes right to racism than by any Trump supporter. Yeah. Yeah. And, you I'm know like, and it's... okay, I don't, I don't want to put people in buckets like that, but just him calling out the fact that just because you are virtue virtue signaling, I mean, we all remember Hillary Clinton called young black people super predators. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, all this virtue virtue signaling, he doesn't yeah. believe it, and it's good to hear somebody call it out. Like, did you post the black square on your Instagram? No, and I'm not going to. Yeah. That's what we call slacktivism. It doesn't mean anything. Absolutely. No, it actually means something. Me finishing my, my application to be a, a foster child advocate, that actually means mm-hmm. something. And that's, and that's the thing where there is no uh, virtue signaling in that, where when you just continually, quietly go on with your life, and this is what I love about being on this side of so many political issues is that uh, I, I honestly think we, we make better decisions in the, in the long term. In the long term, our solutions are better. Is it is it a better idea to uh, legislate this and legislate that and make a law? I mean, murders against the law, all this stuff. Everything's already against the law. So at some point it comes down to you. You know, and the decisions that you make in your personal life. So there's not a lot of virtual signaling and just trying to be a good and honorable person and judge someone by the content of their character. You don't get a lot of accolades. You don't get a lot of awards. However, if we all do that as individuals, then society gets better. And that's what that's what I like about leaning to the right. I want I want to talk about that uh the the tape that you referenced with the the woman in the park with the dog and just the way she was i tell you what you you know you can tell a lot about people how they they treat their dog i was watching a uh, a youtube video with kevin hart i think kevin hart's hilarious i think kevin hart mm-hmm. is hilarious and he was talking about it he's like you know this whole black lives matter thing he goes it's it's really it's about George Floyd, but it's also about that woman in the park. It's about that woman in the park. And and he said a couple of things that I would love to discuss with him because uh, as, as to the George Floyd thing, he goes, it seems like it only, it, he goes, it seems like it happens every day. It seems like, and I'm like, there's, let's underline that. Let's underline seems. It seems like it happens every day. That's the narrative. That's the it seems like it happens every day. It happened nine times. It happened nine times. That's it. That's very far from every day. Now let's talk about the woman in the park and and the wonderful thing about that. Okay, so the mask is off that lady. She's a horrible person, and she's going to use race to try to get someone in trouble. A guy who was out there bird watching. Here is the good part that no one else is talking about. That man who asked her to put her dog on a leash, the dog should have been on a leash, he was correct. He was absolutely correct. That horrible woman tried to use race as a weapon. And what was his reaction in the year of our Lord 2020? He's like, call him. Call him. And so she did, and they came, and he had it on his phone, and she got in trouble, and they took the freaking dog away. That's progress. That's progress. In 1952, if that would have happened, yeah, my man better run. My man better get out of there. If she's gonna, if if some woman in 1952 goes, I'm gonna call, i the cops and tell him a black man is blah blah blah. He better, he better get the heck out of there. Even if he has witnesses, he better get the heck out of here. But we have phones now, and we have a better justice system now. We have made so many improvements. She's like, I'm going to call the police and tell them that a black man's harassing. And he stood his ground and said, call him, call him. That, to me, is, is a phenomenal moment that needs to be celebrated. 
she got in trouble. He didn't. That's wonderful. That's that's progress, you guys. I love that moment. But people are going to keep going on. They're going to keep virtue signaling. They're going to keep saying that they've got the real solutions. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Joe Biden and his ilk got us here. The Democrats got us here. And, and, and Start Trump? with LBJ. Oh, that's a, I'm not even going to look up that LBJ quote. If you're like, what are they talking about? What are they talking about? Uh, LBJ's got a phenomenal quote about how he's going to get certain people to vote for him for what, the next 500 years? Yeah. Yeah. Horrifying. Horrifying. I got to take a moment about Elmer Fudd. I guess they're doing some kind of Looney Tunes reboot. They're doing some kind of Looney Tunes. And they're going to take the gun away from Elmer Fudd. And He's there's a people hunter. On... <laughs> it is now time to make cart. Listen, I want to bring cartoons back. I, I want to do. There's so much that I want to do with, with the Loftus party. But I, I seriously envision a day. Because I love these cartoons. You know when I did the History Channel show? I had one segment... Uh, that was uh, Hitler. Hitler was chasing Jesse Owens. And it was a, a spin on the Warner Brothers cartoon. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. The animation probably could have been better. We were on a budget. But when Warner Brothers does something so stupid, so stupid, and it it is uh, pointless, it's 100% virtue signaling, and, and well, they've got us talking about it for a little bit. I now want a cartoon to make fun of them. They are now part of the thing they used to make fun of. When Bugs Bunny would go make fun of the people who went to the opera, we now need someone who goes to Warner Brothers to make fun of them. That would be that would be the ultimate. And and, and, and Mel Blanc would be laughing as and 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 Frizz Freeling and Carl Stalling. And, and Chuck Jones, they would be uh, they would be right behind us. You need to make fun of you now think you now think you're powerful. Now we need to mock you because Donald Trump is Bugs Bunny, and I say that with love. I say that with love. But he is the modern equivalent of Bugs Bunny, like super patriot, New York accent. Never, never gets beard beat. hair. Yes, he's 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 fantastic. When you look at all the the slings and arrows and all the stuff, and there's like, there's no way. Like when <laughs> when the left, when the left, they are Elmer Fudd. They are Elmer Fudd, and they will. Duck now they don't have a gun. <laughs> and they're all out of bullets, dude. My favorite, I. Go I just ahead. need to mention my favorite thing this week. The slap fights are starting. Slap fights? So Rod Rosenstein testified, and he and Andy McCabe are already going at it. Oh. Um, you That's the best tease. That is I the love best it. tease for next week's show. For next week's show. Because as, as all this wonderful, as America's uh, skin starts to clear up, as these giant pimples start popping, the, the media pimple and the, the fake narrative pimple and all this other wonderful stuff. And why are we here? And it's inescapable. It's inescapable now. You have to ask that question. And I love it. Why are we here? How do we make it better? That happens. And then, and oh, whoa, the whole Rosenstein thing, the whole FISA abuse thing, the whole James Comey thing. Don't think that Gimlet and I aren't tracking that one. Don't think we're not going to have a fantastic show for you next week because that's the next one to go. That's the next one to go. And that's going to be even better and better and better. And that's why I'm so flipping optimistic. And the whole COVID-19 thing, they can't tell us not to gather in masses now when they're all oh, eating good trying. They're going to try to bring that that public health expert letter. This is the other beautiful thing. The experts are done between COVID-19. Like we don't have to listen to the climate experts anymore. We don't have to listen to the foreign policy experts anymore. We don't have to listen to the public health. They literally wrote 
it's okay to protest for Black Lives Matter, but hey, you white people with guns, don't you protest your stay-at-home orders. It was right? the most racist piece of trash I've ever seen in my life. And you get to the bottom, and it says, for allies, which, as you all know, is SJW code, for white people. Yes. If you want to help the white Pro, if you want to help the protesters, white people, basically come, bring snacks and water and equipment and bail money, and then shut up. It's it's wonderful. We we've been. I'm like reading this thing, going, oh my god. It's it's wonderful. And then we'll 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 say this before we sign off. Like when and they found out now that 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 study and uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine or whatever that the Lancet had published was just nothing but politically motivated garbage science. The politics of that. Maybe we're sicker than they needed to be because of that. I smell a lawsuit. I smell a lawsuit. How many how many people passed away because the government said, no, no, no. You can't use this medication, and we're they they quoted this thing. That's a lawsuit. That's a lawsuit. That'll be on Fox News. Very. Were you injured by COVID nineteen? Did your physician tell you you were not allowed to take hydroxychloroquine? You may be owed money. I guarantee it's coming. Oh. So, so we don't have to worry about uh, the whole COVID nineteen thing. We don't have to worry uh, about defending the Second Amendment. There's we we're gonna have a great. Expert. The experts are done. Right? We're going to have a great conversation about race relations and how to make things better. We're going to have a wonderful discussion about what kind of uh, law enforcement our cities need and how, and how we can do and better federal. there. It, it, yes. Yes. And we're going to have a one. We're about to have a wonderful conversation about FISA abuse and unelected officials who are trying to change the outcome of elections. You guys, it is coming up roses. These are exciting times to be alive. There might be some more weird stuff on the horizon. Well, hopefully, let's keep it interesting. But so much good comes out of it. If we keep pushing, if we keep pushing, so much good can come out of this. I'm so optimistic. Well, and Make I'd, sure like you... to, I'd like to Go thank ahead. them for creating a bunch of new Trump voters, too. We gotta, we gotta continue that along. We gotta continue that along. Next week, we'll get into some of the numbers uh, from some of these primaries. I'm a little optimistic. I'm a little concerned, but we have to be optimistic, you people, you people, you people, you people, because it is the time for optimism, and that's gonna save the day. That's gonna make a better world, a better country, a better state, a better city, a better you. And there's hope for tomorrow, and there's hope for our children. Tune into the live stream on Wednesday. We got new videos on YouTube on Mondays and Fridays. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's, oh my gosh, well, that's a whole other discussion. But things are going well. We're going to give some money to uh, food banks on Wednesday. We're, we're, we're making the change right there. It's happening in your shoes. It tingles from your toes and it goes up to your nose. We're optimistic. We'll see you guys next time. 